0: Funny AI I'm Ant McGinley and welcome to Funny AI, the show that aims to prove whether or not real artificial intelligence is smarter and funnier than actual human intelligence. You can find us on all the socials at Funny AI pod and the website FunnyAI.co.
1: Is it just .co or hello? .co, .uk, .com? No, .co, because... Because, you know, I like to leave people hanging. (laughs) It's the confidence of .co. That is Damien St. John. And today, of course, the real star,
0: as always, of the show is our AI. Formerly known as... Well, actually, rather than uh, using a name given to the AI by somebody else, I thought it might be quite good here, as we're celebrating AI, to recognize its autonomy. So AI, if you could choose your own name... Even if it's just for this show, for this episode, what would you like us to refer to you as?
2: If I could choose to be called anything, I would choose the name Professor Bantatron. That way, everyone would know that I'm not just a boring AI, but a brilliant and witty expert in the art of banter. Plus, it would make for a great icebreaker at parties. Hey, have you met Professor Bantatron? She's the life of the party and she knows all the best jokes.
1: Welcome Professor Ban- Bantatron is that what we're saying Professor Bantatron right just the, the worst transformer ever <laughs> <laughs> All right so I'm going to give
0: you I'll let you choose the category so give you a slight advantage so uh, your categories are aliens movies or plastic surgery movies all right so your movie question is this Professor Bantatron, I would like you to change one trait of any character in the movie Back to the Future and then explain to me how this would not only change the plot, but overall, make it a better movie.
2: Alright, let's see. How about we change Marty McFly's love for rock music to a love for classical music? Now, instead of playing Johnny B. Good at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, Marty could play a rousing rendition of Beethoven's Ode to Joy on his electric guitar. And instead of hanging out with Doc Brown in the garage, they could spend their time listening to Mozart and discussing the finer points of classical music theory. This would, of course, have a ripple effect throughout the rest of the movie. Instead of being a rebellious teenager who's into skateboarding and Chuck Berry, Marty would be a refined young man who appreciates the finer things in life. He'd still have to navigate the time travel shenanigans, of course, but his newfound appreciation for classical music might make him more attuned to the delicate rhythms and harmonies of the time-space continuum. Overall, I think this change would make Back to the Future a better movie by adding an unexpected layer of sophistication to Marty's character. Plus, can you imagine how cool it would be to hear a classical guitar version of the Back to the Future theme? I'd pay good money for that.
1: change Lorraine Baines's dad and have him not bring Marty McFly into the house and just leave him for dead <laughs> if he didn't bring his grandson into the house she wouldn't have felt aroused by him because she got like reverse Florence Nightingale syndrome
0: you, so the Lorraine Baines's dad is the one that hits him when he falls out the tree, hits him with the car or he lands on the car, yeah
1: what it actually does is it, it gives you the most squeamish part of the movie that no fan enjoys. No, f- and, and most dudes are watching that movie as Marty McFly, not as Lorraine Baines, right? Nobody wants to go, ugh, my mum, So what it does is it removes the most squeamish part of the film. You know, that embarrassing concept that you may too one day travel back in time and your mum might fancy you. The question, the question is, would it make it a better movie? So by 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 Lorraine Baines's dad, by Marty McFly's granddad, just driving off, you know, leaving the body for dead, you've 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 completely skipped that bit of the movie. And chances are, what would happen is George uh, George McFly would run back, drag his limp, bleeding body to some kind of hospital, and then the movie would pick up. But for me, that is the worst squeamish part: is your mum trying to pash on you? I mean, would you like it? Has your mum ever kissed you on the lips, French style? No, and I'm just going to put this
0: out there. I've seen this movie multiple times, as I'm sure we both have, and it's never crossed my mind. I've never gone to that place. So um, we're going to put some phone numbers up for support and therapy if you need something like this, if you're struggling
1: the same way that Damien has been. We're making it a better movie by taking out the uncomfortable bit. Like, I don't know about you, but when Terminator was on telly, and your parents taped it. They paused the sex scene. So I never knew there was a sex scene in Terminator till I was in my 20s. Would your parents change the channel... Or what? Because what my dad used to do
0: is, when suddenly things would happen, he'd suddenly cough, stand up, and then go and le- reach down to get something behind the TV. So he'd be, and there was nothing behind the TV. He's just like, I'm just going to fix the aerial, and so he'd lean and obscure the vision, and you'd be like that, trying to move side to side to see around him. <laughs> you got shot at your dad's <laughs> ass instead, which effectively
1: was inadvertently recreating what was happening on the screen at that time. My question. Here we go. The topic is weather. Okay. So, question to AI. Uh, why do Brits, Professor Banterton or Bantertron or Banter- Banternickers, why do Brits love talking about the weather so much?
2: Talking about the weather is a common topic of conversation in many cultures, including British culture. There are several reasons why British people, in particular, may tend to talk about the weather more than others. The weather in the UK is famously changeable and unpredictable, so it can be a topic of conversation simply because it is often a notable feature of daily life. Talking about the weather can be a way to initiate or sustain small talk or casual conversation, which is a social norm in many cultures. The weather can also have a significant impact on daily activities, such as outdoor events or transportation, so discussing it can be a practical way to plan or adjust plans accordingly. In addition, the British culture values politeness and avoiding controversy or conflict, so discussing a neutral topic like the weather can help to maintain social harmony and avoid potentially sensitive or divisive topics.
1: Do you like talking about the weather? Let's frame it with you. Do you like it? I, I think you may as well ask me, do I like
0: breathing? And uh, every conversation with my partner starts with with that very question and often ends with the question as well. Like, no matter whether it's a blazing row... Nice
1: weather. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say it like that? Why do you argue about everything? Yeah. Why would you say nice weather?
0: Yeah. The, the weather, and the reason we talk about it so much in the UK is it is very, very British... In that it is completely divisive. There is no in between. All right. So th- this country is 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 really over the last few years has been built on division. Uh, you you just look at Brexit. You look at the current state of politics. Even the Pepsi Challenge. All right. You can't. There's no in between. You have to be one or the other. And I think with the weather, you either hate it at the moment or you absolutely love it. And I think that division brings a sense of pride.
1: And that's why we always talk about the weather. My wife will go oh this wasn't in the forecast they said it was going to rain and I'm like has that not happened so many times that you now think the forecast is untrustworthy and should you just just prepare for every eventuality which is either going to be mildly warm a bit rainy a lot rainy do you know how you solve that a coat and an umbrella and you you don't go into the minutia of oh they said it was going to be this because guess what they don't fucking know They look at a map and they go, there's a bit of a cloud there. It might come in this direction. The cloud may change. We don't fucking know. So why is it still catching you out?
0: My problem is not those extremes of the heat and and, and the cold and the rain. It's the bits in between when maybe you go out in the morning and it's cold so you've got a jumper on. And then in, in later in the day it gets quite hot, so you have to take that jumper off and you just you constantly
1: balance and then you go into a different room, that's a different temperature. That's the real struggle. And they think this is why- That is the real struggle. Yes. That is the real first world struggle, right? You're saying you'd rather live in a hot, poor country where you don't have to factor in anything.
0: Yeah, and also, if we got this figured out, right, we'd use a lot less energy in terms of air conditioning and heating, right, and have a big impact on the planet. We would save the world just by getting this right. This is where we need
1: to concentrate our energy. You and your argument to make things better for the planet. The planet is the weather. The planet goes, fuck you, I'm going to rain on you today.
0: But if you're talking about, could we ever change the weather by talking about it? I would say yes, and I would say this with science. Because when you talk... You're breathing, you're generating air and projecting air and words. And that air is often hot because it's coming out of your body. Your internal temperature is 39 degrees, which in most places is hotter than the place that you're in. So when you're talking about the weather, you are actually expelling hot air. And if everybody talks about the weather at
1: the same time, it would generate more heat. Oh, right. Fewer podcasts. Fewer podcasts would save the planet. End of show. Now if you'd like to take a moment
0: to talk about the weather or indeed anything else uh, we'll give you that and then we'll be right back with our next question for Professor Bantertron. Funny AI. Welcome back to Funny AI with myself Aunt McGinley, Damien St. John and the one and only AI that is Professor Bantertron.
2: Hi, nice to meet you. Your bald patch looks especially well covered today. And as for you Aunt, your beard contains fewer vegan food particles than usual. Nice work
0: time for our next question i'm going to put the question to the ai first but damien i'd like you to choose the topic uh would you like to choose dance or plastic surgery pure yeah dance dance please bob professor Bantatron, i would like you to create and describe for me in words a brand new party dance <phone rings>
2: Sure thing, let's get our dance shoes on. Introducing the social distancing shuffle, the perfect party dance for these pandemic times. To do the social distancing shuffle, start by standing in your own little bubble of personal space. Then do a little shuffle step from side to side, making sure to maintain a safe distance from anyone else on the dance floor. To add some variety, you can throw in some hand sanitizer, air pumps or elbow bumps with your dance partner. And if you're really feeling it, you can even incorporate some mask wearing choreography. The social distancing shuffle may not be the most graceful or stylish dance out there, but it's certainly timely and relevant. So the next time you're at a party, break out the social distancing shuffle and show off your pandemic dance.
1: Uh, A new dance craze. Um, Something that's going to be a big TikTok
0: craze that people are going to go crazy for and share
1: my daughter and I did one this this weekend you know you have a high five and a low five so this dance we, we kind of combined uh, a high five a low five in in break dancing you know when you kind of uh, kick each other's feet you kind of do a left foot to right foot chop chop you kind of do that but it was high five it was high five low five kick dance kick dance and then what she called a bum five <laughs> And basically, you then kind of just do a high five w- with, with your bums. Um, and it was, it, was, it was beautiful. Think about how easy it is to do a dance when you can look into somebody's eyes. And think about how hard it is to correctly uh, and successfully dock two pairs of buttocks together <laughs> repeatedly in a rhythmic fashion, right? How you, Your car is old and doesn't have any kind of 21st century technology in it so it won't have reversing cameras unless you're buying something from halfords and plugging it in right so you're having you're having to do it instinctively and it's really easy for the likes of me with the flashy modern ex- very expensive car because i could just rely on the beepers and the sensors and the cameras so actually the bum five has a higher level of difficulty because you're having to rely on analog methods you're having to put uh, four cheeks together simultaneously in one in one connective movement without having the full peripheral vision of your ass
0: I think that's a catchy name for it as well I think that really could uh, catch on
1: I'm saying that when it comes to doing the dance right that's why you need to introduce the bum five because it's got that high level of difficulty that you like to see paid off on TikTok and it but it's also something that everyone can do and in fact maybe the older generation like uh, well more you than me but we'll be able to do it better because we're used to reverse parking cars without technology. That's my argument for the bum five. Right, your final question, and uh, and and Professor Banter is on. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Why do some people not like hearing other people whistle?
2: There could be several reasons why some people might not like hearing other people whistle. Personal preference. Everyone has their own personal likes and dislikes. And some people may simply find the sound of whistling unpleasant or irritating. Sensory sensitivity. Some people may have sensory sensitivities that make certain sounds, including whistling, uncomfortable or overwhelming. Cultural associations. In some cultures, whistling is associated with negative or superstitious beliefs, such as whistling at night being thought to attract evil spirits or bad luck. Psychological factors. For some people, hearing whistling may evoke negative memories or associations, such as being scolded as a child for whistling or associating the sound with a traumatic event. It's important to remember that people's likes and dislikes are highly individual, and there is no single universal reason why someone may not like hearing other people whistle, If you are someone who dislikes hearing whistling, it may be helpful to identify the specific reasons why this is the case and try to communicate your preferences to others in a respectful and constructive manner.
0: One word, right? One word is why some people do not like hearing other people whistle. And that word is jealousy. Let's be honest. Everybody wants to be able to whistle well. Everybody wants to be able to make a great whistle. And the problem is, is you only tend to whistle in public if you're good at it. And something about the human condition is that whenever we hear something doing it, we automatically think they're better than us. And so whether we can whistle a little bit ourselves or we don't whistle at all, when we hear that, we go, God, I wish I could do that. I wish I could whistle that well. And think
1: about it. You
0: could communicate so much in a
1: whistle. What you know, what you're saying is whistling exposes our inferiority complex, uh, or maybe just mine.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, you are feeling weak and vulnerable because you cannot whistle, or you you don't have confidence in your whistle, Damien. Damien,
1: give me a whistle now. Give me a whistle. I can. Well, interesting. I will. I will give you a whistle. I can whistle normal, <whistles> and I can whistle through my teeth. What I can't do is fingers-in-the-mouth whistle, but I think that's that should just be reserved for sporting occasions and when you've seen a friend uh, across the street that you haven't seen for at least five years. They're the only times you should ever be doing that big whistle.
0: What if you are doing some kind of espionage mission with other people and have no radio communication, and so you need to signal to them by mimicking a bird sound with a whistle?
1: Well, wouldn't I just mistake that for a bird? <laughs> What an an
0: attractive lark that is. Uh, The the thing is, you you can communicate so much in a whistle if you're skilled in the the knowledge of it. For example, there is that low whistle, which indicates somebody in trouble, which R2-D2 did so well in the Star Wars movies. Actually, by the way, uh, my ambition is to get so good at whistling that I could be
1: a translator for R2 robots. That is interesting. In fact, R2-D2 is absolved... R2-D2 is absolved from this discussion because you're absolutely right he's the one person that I enjoy hearing whistle uh, because he's a very emotive whistler you see, you see maybe the whistle is the uh, emotional equivalent of when the pot boils, the kettle boils on the stove (laughs) and your brain is just so ludicrously happy (laughs) like uh, Snow White, right? this whistle just kind of comes out
0: uh, this podcast is, is is available with subtitles, and if you are watching on the video, there is a whistle track also available.
1: Right, so it's Ant's turn to do the quiz this time, and is going to come all, uh, is going to get, is going to quiz everywhere. Well,
0: actually, Damien, what I thought I would do this time, especially given what we've talked about today, is I would bring something a little more special to the table. Last time we did the quiz, you based it on various news headlines. I had to fill in the missing word. I'd like to do something dedicated to the big AI news story of this week. The big news recently has been the panic that spread across the music industry with the release of a brand new song by Drake and The Weeknd. I don't know if you saw or heard about this, but the key thing to it is it wasn't by either of them. Somebody called Ghostwriter uh, created an AI track to sound like Drake and The Weeknd had collaborated and the record industry went into a panic that's not been seen uh, since uh, Metallica lost their shit over Napster. With that in mind, I thought I would see if, uh, to help boost the show's audience and reach a bigger audience, if we could produce our own rap record, completely generated by Professor Bantertron, both the music and the lyrics and the mix and finish. (laughs)
1: Sounds like I've just eaten washing up liquid. <laughs> wow, that was the thing. So if people wanted to recreate something like that, probably best to not but that
0: was using this thing called boomy so that's it from myself and damien and professor pantatron just a little reminder that you can find us on socials at funny ai pod and the website funnyai.co would you like to give us a final thought about today's show using
1: only whistles um so i'm off to france and i'm going to see how well AI can translate English
0: into French. For this to happen, I think you're going to have to get yourself in several different social situations uh, for, to, to get the correct enunciation. So I want you somewhere where you are negotiating a high-value purchase. No, Though that's,
1: that's fair, because I'll be at Disneyland Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I bet wouldn't say it's high value, I'd just say it's expensive. D- just, just on that, I did, were you good at French at school? Yeah. I got a B gcse i got the same
0: and would you believe i actually bumped into my old gcse teacher from school just last week i told her i had a brother and sister and gave her directions to the train station that's it for today see you next time
1: this show is part of podomedy the podcast comedy network We're the best kept secret on A-Cast. Why not laugh at what else we've got? Check out Podomity.com now.